And so figuring out what is an internal approval process for new shows is really important. Because when you add that approval process for new shows, that's also gonna let you kind of do the rest of these pieces, which is really about how do you standardize those shows so that they look and sound and feel consistent. You're listening to a guide to B2B podcasting. This is an educational podcast series focused on teaching you the best practices in B2B podcasting. If you're an enterprise or B2B company looking to maximize podcasting for your business, then you are in the right place. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com. Welcome to another episode, and today we are going to be talking about enterprise podcast considerations. I found this topic super interesting just because as we're talking with more and more of these large enterprises, Fortune 500s, we're seeing some of the really big challenges that these organizations are having with podcasting within their organization. So what I'm going to be sharing in this episode is really some of the considerations that you need to think about if you're in marketing communications or marketing uh, at a large enterprise that is starting to dabble in podcasting. These are things you need to think about on the front end before they turn into issues within your organization. Now, I'm going to kind of go through a lot of these topics rather quickly to keep today short, but we'll expand on these in future episodes. And if you've got questions or want to talk through any of these, feel free to reach out to us at contentallies.com. The first analogy that I want to make is podcasting is the new blogging. I like to make this analogy because if you think back to when companies started blogging, really about 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago when kind of blogging became a thing, this was a really kind of you know challenging for marketing communications departments where they had to figure out this entire new medium, this entire new area that was emerging. There was this kind of emergence of inbound marketing and HubSpot did a huge push around this and everything. It was really cool and it was a lot of new stuff there, but it was an entire process where people had to learn how to utilize it, how to wrangle it. And so I look at podcasting as the next era of this for content. And it's something that marketing communications leaders and marketing executives at large enterprises are going to have to learn how to navigate podcasting, just how they had to learn how to navigate blogging and other forms of content marketing. It's simply the new medium out there for it. Now, there is a handful of ways that podcasts can be used within an organization. And so I'll give kind of a few examples of these to kick things off. Now, one of the things that is really unique for enterprises is that they're often doing more than one podcast. If you look at a large Fortune 500 company, it doesn't really make sense to just have a singular podcast for that company. That's really not how it's working. Typically, there is a bunch of individual business units and silos and departments within these organizations, and each has their own objectives. And so while there may be an overarching high-level podcast for the organization, really what you're seeing is a lot of these individual departments are wanting to start to utilize podcasting as a means for their individual department. This creates a lot of really interesting challenges because what happens when you've got, you know, two podcasts, three podcasts, four, five, six, 10, 20 podcasts springing up within a single organization. That's a really interesting, unique challenge. And it's a lot of content. It's a lot of stuff out there. And if it's not properly thought about and planned, it could be a quite risky 
area for a enterprise to be in as that's a lot of content out there that is honestly, in a sense, could be a liability and damage the brand. And so this is what one of the big things with enterprises where they need to think about this. There's a few kind of pieces of this where we really talk about this kind of standardization of podcasting for large enterprises, where really what you need to think about is kind of your internal playbook for podcasting at your enterprise. This is extremely valuable. It's extremely important, and it's going to help you rein this problem in before it gets out of hand. So let's talk about some of the things that will be in an enterprise podcasting playbook. First of all, what is your internal process for approving new shows? Are you going to let anybody out there just go spin up their own podcast um, without you know approval from marketing communications? Is this just something that people can go do and kind of just start up podcasts? Maybe that's cool in an entrepreneurial organization, but that also creates a lot of risks where those podcasts could be off brand. They could be saying things that are that you don't want them saying as an organization. And so figuring out what is an internal approval process for new shows is really important. Because when you add that approval process for new shows, that's also going to let you kind of do the rest of these pieces, which is really about how do you standardize those shows so that they look and sound and feel consistent. Because what you don't want is a bunch of podcasts where you've got this department over here doing something really well, professionally produced, and you've got this department over here where like their artwork looks like it's clip art from Microsoft Word in you know, 1999. And it sounds really horrible, there's no music, and it's really awful. But that is what can happen if we don't actually get some standardizations around that. So an internal approval process for new shows, extremely important. Second piece of that is what are the brand guidelines that they're going to follow? Just as you have brand guidelines for your organization, there needs to be guidelines to follow for these podcasts. What, what is allowed for the podcast artwork? Are you going to have a standard template that their artwork needs to fit within? Are you going to have a certain style guides in terms of the intros, the outros, what music is allowed, uh, what formats are allowed? If you think about this from the strategy component, this could be an internal podcast where maybe they're using this to share information internally within the organization. Could be a training podcast or culture podcast, or maybe it's you know speaking with thought leaders externally and pulling in experts. Uh, could be panel information. It could be solo conversations from some of the experts at your company to try to share thought leadership. There's a lot of different formats. And so it comes to the question of, you know, what formats are allowed? What's not allowed? Uh, if we start interviewing people from other companies, who can we interview and who can't we? Um, you know, as crazy as it is, we've heard of people where they had um, people within their organization going off and interviewing competitors and marketing communications like, I, we're not okay with that. Uh, <laughs> and so you need to set these guidelines in a sense there. And then we've got, you know, messaging, um, you know, what can be said or what not be said on the show. Is there any guidelines? You know, um, what happens if your organization starts, you know, you have people on the show starting to mention things politically that could hurt your stock price. What someone says there, if you're not monitoring and keeping a close eye on what is actually being said on these podcasts. Uh, if you think about all of these different departments, other issues that can come up. Hosting companies, very simple one, very easy one to get ahead of. But what you don't want is, you know, five, 10 different hosting companies at your enterprise for different podcasts. There's a very number of great high quality podcast hosting companies that will let you host multiple shows on a singular dashboard and make it really easy for you as an enterprise. And so you want to basically utilize one of these tools and therefore it's going to let you standardize things versus 
we've had some, you know, heard of some nightmares where an organization had four or five shows, every single one on a different hosting platform, which means a different process, different analytics. There's no standardization across them. So other things to look at there. Again, you also want to look at the production standards. You know, what are the quality standards that you're going to be adhering to? Um, you know, do they have professional microphones? Are they recording with just their AirPods or just, you know, their onboard audio? Are you doing video off of these? If so, what are the standards there? What about the music that you're using? Again, all really simple things that need level of quality standards there. Other things to consider with standardizing these shows, writing, simple things around the show notes, having a consistent format and not every show note being different. Uh, another really important one to have there. Also, if you're going to be doing articles, what are the standards around there or transcriptions and how those look and are formatted? All simple things that if they're not, if you don't keep a close eye on these, this is a lot of content that can really get out of hand quickly. Another thing to standardize your sponsor plugs, making sure that when people are talking about you and your company, or if you're sponsoring your own organization or your own podcast, that you're doing that in a cohesive strategic way. Another simple thing, are external sponsors allowed on your show? As odd and crazy as this is, is we've had some you know really large Fortune 500s that were pulling on external sponsors for their show to try to just get some more marketing budget for the department. But marketing communications was not okay with that because if you're a Fortune 500 and you're pulling on external sponsors to sponsor your show, is that like saying you don't have the money to produce your own show? It's a really weird dynamic. And so those are decisions that you have to make. In some cases, external sponsors can make sense if they're partners or something like that. But you've got to think about this from the sponsorship angle. Next big one, legal. Okay, this is like really important within podcasting. You need to have guest release forms in place. And a lot of people are not thinking about that. And the other thing you need, and this needs to help you ultimately kind of protect and mitigate yourself from things like slander. Because one of the worst things you can have, and I will tell you, this is as a podcast production agency, the number of times we have someone email us after doing an interview saying, hey, I said that thing, but I really shouldn't have said that thing. Can you please cut that out? I could get in trouble for saying that. That happens so often. People come on air and they say things. They might bash a competitor. They might bash, we've had people bash their CEO on an interview, like it's it's absurd. And then they'll immediately be like, I, I, that cannot get published. Do not let that get published. And so suddenly your company is sitting here on this you know, information that could be damaging if it gets out. And so you need to make sure, A, you've got a great process for making sure that that gets cut out and checked and that you've got release forms that protect you in case anything does get out, that that person was clearly the, the person who came on the show and spoke um, is liable for anything that they said. Um, and, and so these are things that you need to put in place to safeguard your organization. Otherwise, again, you've got a target there. Um, just being large organization, you're, you've got a, putting out a lot of content. It's hard to keep an eye on this. It's hard for mar marketing communications, probably not going to be able to listen to every podcast that goes out for most of these. So you need to think about how do you protect yourself on the front end to mitigate for anything that could get through. Next thing here, project management. How are you going to be organizing your podcast schedules, your production schedules? Are you going to be using, doing this in-house or utilizing vendor management? These are all decisions that you need to make. There are tools out there that let you do very simple, low quality kind of podcast in-house. Is that going to be the route you guys are going to go? Are you going to require people to use certain vendors if they want to do podcasting? All things to consider. And last, really just kind of coming down to KPIs and measurements. How are you measuring these podcasts? What is deemed a success? How are you tracking this? What analytics tools are you using? So there's so many factors to consider for enterprise podcasts. And you'll see here, there's a lot of things I don't 
think enterprises are thinking about. They're just spinning up podcasts and just starting these. What happens is, you know, you got one podcast and a department creates that's okay. But what you need is really a consistent plan across your organization, a playbook that is standardized for all of podcasting. And uh, it's something we've been doing for a handful of clients. And it's just a really valuable and really important piece here. And it just helps you kind of get ahead of a lot of these problems before they turn into anything bigger. Again, if you're interested in having us help out with that, just reach out to us at contentallies.com for a free consultation on this. And we're happy to dive in and share more of this with you. All right. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please be sure to leave a five-star review. You can see all the resources mentioned in today's episode at b2bpodcastingguide.com. That is B, the number two, B, podcastingguide.com. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com.